You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life. It is hard to speak about positive outcomes because this is an existential challenge for us. It is very painful because by whom we are attacked. Extreme suffering. Millions, millions of Ukrainians are refugees. Thousands are dead. Our infrastructure is, is destroyed. However, there were a time when I felt that God is as far as only he could be far. Like there is no more space to be far from, from me. This is the way how I felt in that moment. And you know what I realized that in such moments when you feel that God is somewhere else but not here. These emotions do not provoke me to uh, dis- be disappointed in God. It helped me to realize how much he means for my life. And also, in the same time, there were more situations where I felt God in a way I have never felt in my life. I am like, you can't be closer (laughs) to, to my heart than you are now. So there are some positive moments, uh, profoundly deep moments. First of all, this war made every Ukrainian my neighbor. So when we deliver food, we do not ask, are you a Christian or not? We do not care. We see a need. And we want to help. And then people, because we, ha- we, we have a collar, so people know that we are from the church. And then they start to share these stories. And frankly speaking, many times I didn't want to listen to those stories because they are terrible stories. And in a small town, lady is sharing that her husband was killed and she buried him in a backyard. Can you imagine? And then that lady starts to cry. And she start to hug you. So we received more hugs from uh, people we have never met before than from our loved ones during the war. So all Ukrainians became neighbors for us. Secondly, the Ukrainian church played a significant role in a relief ministry. We started to serve from the first second of the war, immediately, before the government started to run uh, the programs. And churches turned to be a place for refugees, places for a lift ministry. So now church Christians, they have the highest respect and love among the society. And I think this will have long-term impact. This war also uh, revealed to us that as Christians, we have to remember we are involved in kingdom's mission which is holistic. We can't be closed in our churches just worshiping God and waiting for evacuation. God loved the world, not the church. So God loves our neighbors. And we have to to be outside of our churches. We have to make the gospel public and trying to make the gospel impacting every area of our society. It might sound too spiritual, but this is what I really believe. 
I don't see any community in Ukraine which has the capacity to be community of healing and reconciliation beside the church. The church has a huge responsibility because we can facilitate that process where people will express their pain, where we can listen and pray and speak with them because we have the same scars our society has. When I speak with people and they ask questions, I say to them, you know, I don't know answers. I don't have answers. But I don't know how painful it is because I have people in my circles that are killed. I had to run a funeral for our graduate who was murdered. I know what does it mean. My apartment was uh, looted. My, my city was occupied. I know how it is painful. And I think that because we are authentic, it gives credibility to our voice. But now we are not speaking loudly. We are not preaching strongly. Our voice is very gentle, sometimes low volume, because we speak also through, through pain. We know what does it mean. Maybe we do not have answers, but people can see sympathy in our eyes. Because of our holistic ministry, which our society and government noticed, we have so many opportunities to work uh, with, the, with soldiers as military chaplains. I had an amazing opportunities to serve communion for our soldiers in, in the forest, hearing explosions. When you serve communion to soldiers, you don't know how many of them will survive. Passing block checkpoints many times, soldiers would say, thank you, Father, for staying with us here. This is positive outcome of uh, this war, that our churches will be more missional, they will be more engaged in our society, and they will facilitate the process of uh, healing, reconciliation, and uh, peacemaking. But Peacemaking will be a little bit later. Now we have time to cry because pain is very deep. As a wounded person, as a Ukrainian, I want to ask to pray for victory of Ukraine because peace in our country can come only after our victory. Unfortunately, in Russian agenda, there is no space for the Ukrainian identity and values. There is no space for Ukraine, for Ukrainian people. So this is the question of life or death. This is why we are fighting as we do, uh, you know, our army. Pray for Ukrainian Christians that um, we will be able to provide necessary spiritual guiding for our wounded nation that God will give us skills so somehow we can we can be instruments of healing for millions of Ukrainians millions of Ukrainians please pray for UETS for our faculty that 
we will equip our students with vision, knowledge, skills, and character that they can they can serve in our society, not just in 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 churches, but outside. So they will go where the suffering and need is. Pray that God will bless all of those people around the world that generously provided resources for Ukraine, that opened the uh, houses and homes for millions of Ukrainian refugees. When we see how international society hospitable to us, to our people, it moves us to tears. So in our prayer that God will bless everybody who support us in all ways, this is our prayer request. We know for sure that Ukraine will be stronger and Ukrainian churches will be more missional as never before. So we have very positive expectation, even though it is very hard. We trust God. Somehow he gives us the strength to wake up every morning and to continue to do what we are doing. That audio, if that does not impact you, I'm not sure if we completely understand the extreme conditions mm-hmm. that the people of Ukraine are facing right now. That was a conversation with Ivan Rusin. He is the president and associate professor of theology at the Ukrainian Evangelical Theological Seminary. He's also pastor of Temple of Christ the Savior Church in Kiev. And, you know, to think about what they have endured now, this is 250 days into this humanitarian crisis, but truly a um, an offensive war brought upon the Ukrainian people by Russia. Mm-hmm. Do continue to pray for them. This is just a horrifying situation. Yeah, he, he gave the list of how to pray. Yes. A, a number of requests, and we hope that you will. Um, you know, I don't know if you have Sunday school in your church on weekends. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, uh, some churches don't do that anymore. Some do. Maybe you have a prayer group that meets. This could be a focus of prayer, and I, I hope that you will pray over it. In fact, um, you want to lead us in prayer, Steve? I think we, we, we should pray. Yeah. I also just want to, before we do that, point you over to kellyandsteve.org under the Resources tab. Got a link over there that is going to take you to the Utes, is what it's called, the Ukrainian Evangelical Theological Seminary. You can find out how to support them in their mission of caring for others amidst this war. Um, it is a horrifying circumstance to find themselves in, but God's grace, mercy, and compassion has been poured out upon them and in the people that surround them. As he said, everyone is my neighbor. Everyone is our neighbor, and they have learned to really, truly do the work of Christ in this. So, let us go ahead and pray for them. Heavenly Father, Lord, our minds right now, our hearts, they break and we weep for the people of Ukraine. Lord, we have seen over these many months millions of people flee through the borders, exiting the country. Early on, women and children, families being split in two as men stayed to defend against the Russian incursion. Lord, we have seen heinous 
crimes occur and atrocities against the people of Ukraine. Long-range missiles. We hear words like hypersonic missiles. We hear words like dirty bomb. We hear threats of nuclear use. We see all sorts of terrifying things in this world, and it, it points to the evil that exists in man's heart. But Father, these words spoken by Yvonne that shall, that tell us what it is to be the hope in the hands and feet of Jesus Christ to our neighbor around us. Lord, let that be an inspiration to each one of us all around the world, that regardless of the situation we find ourselves in, whether it's blue skies or there are rocket trails above us, Lord, that we are to love others. We see the need, as he says, and we try to meet the need. Lord, I'm just grateful for his um, leadership over the Ukrainian Evangelical Theological Society staff and the students. Lord, they have been flourishing. They have been able to continue online in the midst of this, but training up the next generation of leaders. Lord, we ask that you would pour out your blessing on them. Restore their campus. Their campus has been bombed out, their windows shattered, damage to buildings. And Lord, um, yet in the midst of all of that, there is the work that is being done. My heart grieves when I hear things that he had to perform the funeral service and the burial of one of their graduates, a young life taken in the midst of this war, defending a country and an ideology and a freedom that you give to every single person. Lord, you are not, um, it is not your intention that people be oppressed. It is not your intention that people be abused under the rule of others, forced. But Lord, these are the things that break your heart. And Lord, I pray for justice in the midst of this as well. And I pray for an end to this conflict. So Lord, um, we just ask that you would be with each person in Ukraine. We pray that you would be with each of the people of Russia whom stand against this. And that we would recognize that even the offenders in this situation are made in the image of you, that you love them, and that you are calling them to repentance. And so, Lord, we pray specifically for that repentance in the heart of those who have brought this circumstance about and deliverance for all people. So, Lord, we thank you that we can hear these words, that we can see this testimony, and that we can see the goodness, because it is by faith, just as we saw in our scripture of the day today, it is by faith that we continue to press on, and that was revealed and is evident in Yvonne's words. And we pray all of this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the Word to Life. <laughs> 